This is Spark Business, the financial literacy podcast for entrepreneurs and wannabe entrepreneurs by the German Sparkassenstiftung in Western Africa, or DSIK in short. German Sparkassenstiftung is the development arm of the Sparkassen Finance Group. For more information both on Sparkassen and the Sparkassen Foundation, check the links below. So what is DSIK? DSIK or German Sparkassen Stiftung is an organization that promotes financial inclusion initiatives across the world. This podcast will focus on deepening financial literacy for business. And my name is Sherita Omolumo. I'm a knowledge manager with DSIK or German Sparkassen Stiftung, and I will be your host for this podcast. So as an entrepreneur, your customers are crucial for the survival of your business. How do you keep them satisfied so they continue doing business with you? In short, how do you manage your customers? And to answer this question, we have an expert in customer experience here with us to take us through the customer experience journey, customer management, what it is, so on and so forth. So we have here with me um, Amanda. Amanda, welcome to this podcast, Spark Business. Hi, Sharita. Good morning. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Um, Amanda Akushi, Customer Experience Consultant and Coach of Nili Consults. Customer experience, as I mentioned earlier on, it's basically trying to understand customers' role or their journey from the first time they got to know of you, the head of you, till the day they said they are not being in business with you any longer. So as an end-to-end, um, end-to-end, well, I say relationship with the customer is about how the customers feel whenever they come into contact with your business. Thank you, Amanda. So if we got you right, you, are, you deal with everything relating to customer. How did you come about this role? Because this is quite a new role in our sphere or the, away from the roles we know. So what is your role about? How did you come about this role? What, did you, what expertise, or should I say, do you have in this? Yeah, you are right. Um, especially when you say customer experience, a majority of the people think, ah, it's customer service, and get somebody to sit at the front desk. It's about how you smile. It's about how you talk to people, which is not really far from wrong. But customer experience is the bigger umbrella that looks at the end-to-end running of every business. So with customer experience, you have these three tools that you have to look at for you to have a firm, well, I say, experience for your customers. So we have the people, process, and technology. But often, we just look at that part of just one leg, which is the people. Under the people, we even have employee experience under the people. But we look at just the people in terms of the customer service. But it's about your processes, it's about the technologies you are using for you to be able to deliver on the brand promise that you promise customers to have. So it's much more about analyzing and making sure that everybody is working together. If it's an entrepreneur, if you have people you are working with, every department 
as working together to be able to make sure that they are providing the best of experience for customers. It's not necessarily the person who picks the phone to speak to the customer. It's not necessarily the person who uh, has a client's face and role with the customer. It has to do with everybody in the business. So I have been in this industry for the last 10 years plus, and I would say it's not just about it being my career that has or made me have enough knowledge dealing with customers and understanding the whole process. But customers' trends are changing. Behavior is changing. Their tastes are changing. So as much as it has been my career, I invest in myself as well to take up workshops, invest to attend workshops. I attend our mentors as well. I, I take courses as well to know some of the changing trends. As I said, it's a bit new to us here in Ghana, Africa, as compared to the outside world. So yes, that's how I've grown my career in customer experience. Thank you very much, Amanda, for clearing the misconception we have about customer experience being only customer service. So now let's come down to our topic for the day. In layman's language, what would you say customer management is? Okay, so customer management is basically how you relate with both your potential and your existing customers, how you treat them, how you keep your relationship with them, and also how you're able to overcome short-term challenges to be able to develop a long-term solution and relationship with them. So you're able to guarantee customer satisfaction. Once customers are satisfied, once they are satisfied with your product, with your service, you're assured of them coming back to you again to do business with you. You're assured of them referring you to others. You're assured of them mentioning you at places that you can't find yourself. So customer management is about you being able to handle your customers, grow your relationship with them, put potential and existing customers, and also try to overcome the short-term I mean, challenges that you have in order to be able to sustain and keep them and keep them satisfied, keep them coming back to you as well. Thank you very much. Um, why is it important for business to, to have customer management as key, as a key focus area in their business? Why is it that important for small businesses, regardless of the size, to take it, um, take that bold step in focusing on customer management? There's a saying that customers don't just buy products. They buy relationship. They buy experience. They buy emotions. They buy the feeling. So as you could have the best of products, but if how you manage your customers is, is not the best, you don't get them patronizing or coming back to you. If how you manage customers, you don't even know the ideal person you are even targeting. When it comes to marketing to them, it's even difficult for you to touch on their pain points and be able to sell to them. As mentioned, customer management is a bigger umbrella as well. You have a lot of things you have to do to be able to keep your customers coming back, to be able to keep them satisfied, to be able to keep them happy. You need to understand them. You need to walk in their shoes. You need to understand what processes they go through when they are dealing with you. So that when there are some processes they go through or during their journey with you, there are some of the things that makes it a bit cumbersome and more difficult. You're able to take it out from there so that they'll have a seamless relationship with you. 
So once you're able to provide all these and keep your relationship with customers moving, you are sure of them coming back to you. You are sure of them doing business with you. You are sure that, okay, they will speak to other people about you, which is, which is word of mouth. You don't need to pay for advertising. You have somebody freely talking on your behalf or speaking about your product or speaking about your services as well. So knowing how to be able to manage your customers goes a long way to help an entrepreneur or a startup business because it makes you to put things in perspective. It makes you to know the things you are doing right and what you are not doing right. It makes you to put your processes in place. It makes you to make sure that, okay, my, my customer wants this particular product. I have it in stock. You're able to check your stock levels as well so that they don't come and then you don't have it. And then what happens? Next time, they'll have to jump to your competitor. So it's so keen and it's so important that looking about the relationship and how you keep your customers, not just for the first day they've come to you and then that is all. You want to keep them with you and you want to elongate the lifetime that they spend their money with you. At the end of the day, it becomes money to you, the entrepreneur as well. Wow. So managing your customer goes beyond just smiling in front <laughs> of your business to customers who come in. Um, you made mention of target customers. What are those? Is there, are we not selling to just everyone anymore passing by? What do you, do you mean by target customer? And can you give us examples of what you term as such? So I like the phrase you said, are we not selling to everyone? And sometimes, you know, you hear entrepreneurs, oh, who are you selling to? Oh, all females. Yeah. So ask, I ask this question. So it depends on what the product the person is selling. But I ask, uh, okay, so the woman sitting somewhere that does not really need your product, is that person your customer? Or the lady sitting somewhere who does not even know about you? So let me use, um, pardon me to say, maybe the mad woman on the street as a lady, is she your customer? No, she's not your customer. Even when you are targeting with women, you have particular group of people you are targeting. It's not for everybody. So the target group makes it easier for you. It's much more like the same people with the same characteristics that you've grouped together to say, these are my target group. You may be selling share butter. You may have different target groups. You may have um, newborn ma um, mothers with newborn babies. They are your target group. So maybe with them specifically, your product is for their babies. You may have another, so there's a shared butter-based product. So you, will, you may have another target group of people you target that are maybe young women who want to deal with wrinkles or between the age of 18 to 25. They are also different. Their pain point is not the same as the newborn the mother with a newborn child. The mother with a newborn child wants to have um, good sleep because maybe the baby has nappy rash and that's what your product will be doing for them. So I want to be able to sleep well. When I sleep well in the morning, I'm able to take care of my child. My child is also able to sleep well. He or she doesn't have rashes at the bombs. So when you're marketing and speaking, you wouldn't speak to somebody whose aim is to have a clean or smooth face, a smooth back, so that I'll be able to wear my bikini and show off. They are not the same. They are two different women, but they are still women. So when you're able to characterize and then you're able to break it down and fix them into these target groups, it helps you even when marketing. It helps you to speak to their pain point because people want to know that you understand my issue and your product is there to solve that issue for me. 
So if they don't and you're not able to speak that language, it makes it difficult for you to market for them. And it also makes it difficult for them to understand what product you are even selling and how it's going to help them as well. Yeah. Thank you very much for clarifying target customers. Amanda, can you tell us what you think about the customer management landscape in Ghana? How do businesses treat their customers? Do they manage their customers well? <laughs> Last question. Okay, I think um, we're doing our best, but there's more room for improvement because um, we still see the customers, we are doing the customer a favor. But I think it's about time we change our mindset that we are doing the customer a favor. But rather, I would say the customer is doing us a favor by giving us the opportunity to serve them. Because if they don't come in, there's no business for us. So we should try to walk in their shoes and understand them so that we'll be able to give that best of service to them and we'll be able to keep them. So I think we've not got there yet, but it's a journey. We are going and we'll get there. We think we are doing the customers a favor. So let's hear from the entrepreneurs themselves. How do they deal with their customers? How do they manage their customers? Who are their target groups? I have two budding entrepreneurs joining us in this conversation about customer management. Selassie and Simon, you are very much welcome. Um, kindly tell us a bit about yourself and what you do, what's your business about? Selassie? I'm Selassie, Mercy. I'm into vegetable farming, uh, foreign ones. That's what I do. Thank you, Selassie. So Selassie is into vegetable farming and would pass on to Simon to know what he, his business is into. Thank you very much. My name is Simon Idafo. I'm into manufacturing of biodigester. Thank you. So we have a vegetable farmer and a biodigester um, business here, businesses here. Um, so who do you see as your target customers? How did you identify them? We all know that it's important to have customers for your business to thrive or survive. So how did you identify your customers, Selassie? Thank you. My target customers are the foreign nationals living here in Ghana. Selassie, I'm curious. Foreign customers how do you reach out to them how did you identify them first and reach out to them okay, thank you i go to the malls and the supermarkets and then the vegetable shops sometimes hotels and restaurants that they bring them into intercontinental dishes so i go around myself to look for them sometimes on the social media too there are groups and then foreign nationals on social media, so I join those groups to get my customers. I think, Selassie, our listeners will want to know more, but before that, I will have Simon also explain to us how he identified his customers, who his customers are. Simon. Thank you very much. My customers are mostly corporates, churches, and individuals. Um, I always try to make sure that I, how I got my customers. Once I see a road with a pie, I go to them and tell them, look, this is what I do. 
if you are interested then okay you can have a deal or whatever and then we manufacture sometimes we manufacture the digester and then take it or we go to the food and then do it there thank you thank you Simon. um would you say you have many customers based on the customers you have mentioned right now do you would you say your business has a lot of customers you serve okay not really but it's okay i have customers though i'm still i didn't stop i'm still pushing still looking for customers so for now it's okay they're not that so it brings me to the next question why is your vegetable farming not um why don't you have Ghanaians as a whole as customers? Why do you have foreigners as your target customer? Because they are the ones that consume that particular vegetable that I do. Ghanaians don't know. Sometimes we take it to them and they say, what is this? So as for the foreign nationals, they know a lot of it's their food. So they know it. Thank you, Selassie. I think um, Amanda would guide us a little bit into explaining a bit about um, Selassie's customer base and how she's managing her customers. Um, Simon, I'll throw the same question to you. Would you say you have many customers after identifying um, the customers you just mentioned? Yes, I have a lot of customers. We do, we do work from Monday to even sometimes Sunday because those, our, our work is more intensive takes time probably three four days so we have a lot of customers yeah and then the business also is booming thank you thank you very much simon and selassie um amanda we have two um entrepreneurs here with different targets um groups customers to say um what do you think about what they just said as um, our customer experience experts on this show Thank you very much. It, it was interesting to know that Selassie's target is just foreign nationals. Um, don't you think it's just a mindset to think Ghanaians don't know um, some of these vegetables, as you're saying? And you would realize that we have Ghanaians who have exposure as well, who want to live healthy. And if I'm right, I think Selassie's um, vegetables are mainly organically grown. And we have people who would want to live the whole healthy life, who would want reliable source of vegetables, who would want easy access to vegetables to know that when it gets finished, I know somebody who can deliver to me or where I can pick it from and they know how it's being grown. So I think it would be best if Selassie tries to open up a little bit to not restrict thinking that the only people who can buy are the foreign nationals. You would be surprised you have a lot of Ghanaians in there because when you go to, as she said, go to the mad school, you have other Ghanaians there as well who would want to patronize such product, especially because it's organic, especially because people want to live healthy as well. So I think you shouldn't limit yourself to just this group of people. You can have this other group of people who are not foreign nationals and are ready to patronize your services as well. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, Amanda, for this um, 
recommendations and advice to our entrepreneurs um, sitting with us here. Um, Amanda, we'll continue um, to discuss the customer journey. You're taking us on a journey. So what is all about, what is all about customer journey and why should entrepreneurs bother to think about the customer journey? So customer journey is, is basically, in the layman's language, is the complete experience that customers have from the first day they got to know about your product or head of your um, brand or your business. So they make a purchase and they are done. Every customer goes through a process or goes through a journey with a business. So they have from the day they got to know about your business. That means as a business, you need to ask yourself, what would I have to do for a customer to get to know about me? Where would I, where even with my target audience or with the ideal person I'm targeting, where do they spend their time? Do they spend their time on traditional media or on digital media? That means I have to position myself with my information at that place so that they would get to know of me. We move from that stage where they become aware of you because they've got to know about you. So there are certain things you need to put in place for a customer to get to know of you. There are certain things you need to put in place for them to be aware that you are there. Once they move from there, they move to a stage where now they want to make consider whether you are the right choice for them or your competitor. Certainly, there are other vegetable sellers, farmers around. There are other biogas. There are lots of these competitors. Why should I choose you and not your competitor? So at that point, a customer is also considering how easy is it for me to get access to you? Do I even understand what you are into? So if, let me see, the biogas, I mean, it's quite not so popular with us here. So people would want to understand, why, why should I even go in for that? If you have a source where you share information, would I go there and read and understand? Or you have a number, when I call, will somebody pick it up and easily tell me what it is? So at that point, there are things that businesses need to put in place so that when a customer comes in contact with them, they know that, okay, this is rest assured for me that during my process with them, before I become a, a buying customer, things are easy. Once a person moves from considering, now oh, you are my right choice now for me to make or do have a business with you, now I would want to buy. Once the person wants to purchase, make a purchase with you, how easy is it for the person to make a purchase with you? How easy do you take mobile money? Because it's like, it's currently the easy thing. Do I pay before it's been delivered to me, especially if you run your business on Instagram or social media, as you said, because they are afraid of scammers. Would you bring it to me before I pay to you? How easy is it for me to be able to receive my, my, my products or my services? If it's in shop and you have a shop, maybe I'm selling cereals. When I come in there, are your prices displayed there that I don't need to ask you how much is the size? Maybe they are in various sizes, 200, 500, it's not there. So I ask you, what's the difference between this and this? It's, it's much more cumbersome. When you make these processes easier for them, it becomes easier for them to go smoothly throughout the journey. They make a purchase, they get to the house. What you promise them is not what they are receiving. You have, if it's a cereal that you are producing, maybe cereal, you have um, preparations on the box take two spoons with one water i sure when i take two spoons and one water i'll get my porridge or i'll get it in the form of banco at the end of the day that's not what you promised me so the person becomes i won't recommend you to somebody i won't even come back to buy because what you said i'm not getting the same thing so the person has moved through if the person the products that the person patronize is able to deliver on what you said it is 
the person will now be happy to talk about you, to come back to buy more from you, to come back to even um, recommend you to other people. So even if it's the vegetables, you realize some people purchase their vegetables, they may not be going home straight. So they get to the house and say, ah, the vegetables you gave to me is discolored. Maybe it's not necessarily your vegetables. It's how they transported the vegetables so they go home. It could be an added advantage to you. So let them know that, okay, if you are moving, keep your vegetables in this container, keep it in this bag. Because at the end of the day, it comes back to you as a business owner. If it gets home and it's not fresh, you are the person that they will blame. So the customer from the day they got to know of you or somebody spoke to them about you, they go through a process or a whole journey with you so they become loyal customers. You don't just build loyal customers in just a day. A lot of things go through before one can say I'm a loyal customer no matter what I come to you. So Amanda has just told us that the customer journey is not a one-time um, thing you do. It's the process before, during and after the service you provide or the goods you sell. So be mindful businesses out there your customer journey should take into account all the experience your customer will go through before they get to your product, during the time they buy your product and afterwards. Thank you so much, Amanda. Now we go back to our entrepreneurs. I know um, one person here has gone through this customer management training. What was your takeaway? Selassie. Thank you. About customer management, my takeaway was patience. And then, we need patience. I, seriously, I don't have that patience. But after that training, I'm still trying. Though it's not easy, but I'm still trying. And then I think I've applied a lot. Because I met three or four people that tempted me seriously. But remembering the training I went through, I tried, though I could, I didn't try it with one person, but then the three I tried and I'm still Thank you, Selassie. Um, Selassie just mentioned that the training has helped her. So customer management is not only about smiling to customers, as we mentioned, but also learning. It's a skill you learn with time. And she's putting it into practice in her business. I know Simon hasn't been there with the training, but I think he's heard a lot here. What is your takeaway from what you've heard from our expert today? Thank you very much. Um, when I started manufacturing the biodigester, the whole shape looks like coffin. So I decided to change the design. Since then, people have rather you not know, got into the business. I mean, people have rather understand what I really mean. But the, by that, at that time, they were thinking the odor and then, then the smell of the digester. And I have to go to them and speak to them to teach them to come this. Look, this is a new technology. Just come down. You know. So once they have the experience, they recommended, they almost recommend me to other people that look, it's really good, it doesn't you know, smell, it doesn't stink or whatever. So I think it's more like, you know, I've gained a lot of experience by dealing with customers in a good manner, calmness. And sometimes I take good steps, you know, 
to tell him, look, it's not going to affect you. It's a good technology. It's a good thing. Let's go ahead and try it. Thank you very much, Simon and Selassie, for your inputs um, here and for talking about your experience with customers. Um, we are about wrapping up um, this section. Um, Amanda, what are your last words for businesses out there? Okay, so I'll, I'll, my, my, my advice to businesses is a customer can make or make your business. So we should try not to see customers as they are troublesome, they are difficult. You, you don't achieve loyalty with a customer in a day. It's, it's a whole process and it takes time and it takes effort. You'll be surprised you do one thing to a customer today, the person is happy. Tomorrow, that same customer will not be happy. So just have empathy whenever dealing with customers. As one secret, if you want to succeed when you are dealing with customers, that empathize with customers a lot and see customers doing your advertisements for you and deliver on what she promised. Don't promise A and then at the end of the day, that's not what they receive. There will be an issue. So as much as you're empathizing, also do your best to deliver on what you promise customers and make the entire journey with you very easy and very seamless. Thank you. Thank you very much, Amanda. I'm sure our listeners, just as I, have learned a lot about customer management. A customer can make or unmake you. So you, know, you need to understand your customers. You need to have that skill. That will enable you to treat your customers right, manage them throughout the whole process. Keep them so that they can recommend you to others. Send us your questions about customer management. How do you deal with your customers? How do you, do you identify your customers? And um, we will be glad to answer them in our next session. And maybe you would have the opportunity to come up here with us, to join us here and talk about your business and possibly receive consultation by our experts. Um, our next um, podcast would focus on forecasting. We all know that small businesses do not forecast. What is forecasting? Why do they need to forecast? Stay with us and you will learn more about business with Spark Business. Thank you. To you, our listeners out there, we want to hear from you. We want to you to share your experiences with us, with your businesses, how it has been um, using technology, record keeping, um, coming up with business ideas, so on and so forth. We want to you to share those experiences with us and to others out there who might want to start a business or learn from you. And to do so, send us an email to contact hyphen West Africa at dsik.de. I take it again. Contact hyphen West Africa at dsik.de.